You are listening to 2928. You can reach us at 2928digital on Twitter, 2928.digital for our website, and 2928.digital at gmail.com for our email. This is Andy and Andy for 2928. 2928. All right, hold on. I, I clicked record, but I have to take my shirt off. It's just that the headphones that I use are so fucking hot. Um, yeah. I have to put a sock in my right ear because I can pick up radio signals. Okay. That's, um... I hope... I hope that... There's also fireworks going off everywhere because it's fucking 4th of July weekend in the fucking barrio here. I hope that's in the next episode, just you with a sock in your ear. Um, okay, so you're you're on your next beer? Uh, well, no, I grabbed one because I, when I finish this one, I'll be on the next one. Oh, I just... I, figure, I figured it was an opportune time because we were stopped, We had stopped recording. That's a good point. So I'm into Peppy's Porter. Peppy Porter. Peppy Porter. So, which is really nice, by the way. Nice. I'm mm. glad it's nice. Um, no, 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 Iwo Jima. Um, so the story with that guy is that you talk about a racist story. Here's a racist story from an old man. Um, that guy was awesome. He was really nice and, you know, war hero, whatever. But like, wasn't, wasn't, you know, he wasn't like telling everyone, Hey, I'm a war hero. Like when you get to be 85 fucking years old and you're, you know, (laughs) learning how to use a computer in the Apple store, I guess that's not what comes out first. You're not like, Oh, I'm a war hero. But this is the story this guy told me. He's like, I have, I had to have told you this. I definitely told you this. No. This guy had, um, um, he called it a backdoor Springfield gun. And I don't know what that means. Um, so that was a rifle that you would put the bullets in through the stock, I'm assuming. Okay. He had this, 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 yeah, a rifle, but it was sawed off, okay? Okay. So the, the the hilt, is it the hilt? No, it's a sword. Okay, it's the stock. Yeah. Okay, so the stock was, was, was sawed, sawed off. Okay. So it could be held with your hand like a pistol. Okay. This guy, oh, you're right, a hilt is a is the end of a knife. Okay. Um, a blade. Yeah, 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 yeah. This guy had this sawed off gun that he made when he was young what was what, what, what was what did he call it uh, a, a like rear a, entry rifle an 1857 backdoor springfield backdoor springfield i i, I thought it was rear entry so well what's the difference it's anal sex references is what that is <laughs> i mean like so you don't have to spell it out for him I'm going to. It's fucking ridiculous. You asked for the backdoor action. Um, so, <laughs> oh, he got it. So, um, fucking. Oh yeah, here's a picture. What a, a backdoor Springfield. I guess it came up as trapdoor crossword dictionary. Yeah, 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 perfect. Trapdoor Springfield. That's probably what he called it. 
I'm just probably saying it wrong. So anyway, okay. good. This thing is a thing. This guy has this gun. He brings it to the gun range. He shoots nothing at the gun range. He shoots like his fucking 45 or mm-hmm. whatever it is. His 9 mil. Normal shit. But he goes to the gun range because he's fucking 80 and still wants to do that. But he's at the gun range. Everyone knows he's a fucking World War II vet. And they send people up and they're like, oh, you'll be next to what's his name? He's a legend. But everyone's going to say that about him, right? Right. And so this guy says for 15 years he brought this gun <laughs> this back this trapped yeah trap let's call it a trapdoor from now on because that sounds right this trapdoor springfield gun sawed off uh-huh. right that was and as his as he said he's like this is an unshootable gun he goes it would blow your arm off you could not shoot this gun Okay. Because it's too much firepower to to be handheld. That you need the entire back end of the rifle, and for whatever reason, the young idiot him decide decided to saw off the the butt end or or whatever, whatever that part of the story is. So he would bring it to the gun range and just leave it sitting on his like ledge of the the firearms he's shooting. So he shoots all his other firearms and the people would come up to him and be like, "Are you, did you shoot that? This is like an old frail man. Uh-huh. And he's like, God, of course I shoot that. He's like, that's what I start with. I shoot with that every day. And people try to out macho him and they think, oh, fuck, if this old man could shoot that, I could shoot that. And inevitably, everyone would ask, well, can I have a go? And he only brought it so that he could watch other people shoot it and, like, fuck their shit up because they it's unshootable. But everyone was afraid to shoot it. So, like, everyone... Unshootable sh- how? What happened when they shot it? Like, the kick would would fucking blow it out of your hand. Okay. Because it it was a sawed-off rifle that they were holding, like, a pistol? Yes. Okay. So, effectively, the kick kick would blow it out of your hand, and it would either, like, hit you, or it would blow out of your hand, which would be, like, you'd look like an idiot because the, the old man could shoot this gun, but you can't. And that sounds so, safe. Yeah, sounds <laughs> sounds like what gun people do. So, <laughs> so anyway, he just told me the story. He's like, he's like, and I had this big guy once. He's like, real big guy. He's like, and he's like, I gotta shoot that thing. He's like, you shoot that. He's and the guy was just like, yeah, I shoot that every day. <laughs> uh, wouldn't you, th- and that's the that's another great thing. If when you get old. And I know your answer already. Things like that. If you can, won't you fuck with people? 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's the thing is like of course you would do that. Of course if if you have like like that guy was just in such a perfect scenario to just be able to totally fuck with people and he took total advantage of it. But here yeah. here's the thing too like that's how he got his kicks. Yeah. Oh! He got, he got, that's how he got his kicks. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I Yeah. Right? I would totally fuck with people. And it's not like about It's like it's like Uncle Leo stealing on Seinfeld. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I'm an old man. Where am I? Oh god. I do remember that episode. It's been a while, but yes. George steals the toilet book. Is that that same episode? Yeah. Jesus, how do you remember this shit? Uh, I mean, I remember a lot of useless information. I guess. Oh, did you get my pictures from today? Did you get my picture? The giver? Yeah. yeah. Rabbi. Yeah, of It's the rabbi guy. It's the rabbi guy, yeah. He looks like a rabbi. I mean, I guess, yeah. Yeah, I got your busted-ass truck, and then a slightly less busted truck. Which one's the busted-ass truck? That's a nice Chevy. Yeah, the Scottsdale? Thing's sweet. fucking Rover. Yeah, the Rover is... Don't worry, I'll try to buy that from him, so... It looks like someone set out to make a competition for the least aerodynamic car ever. Yeah, the Rover is not... Let's just use a series of rectangles to build the car. What's really funny is they, they're called series. I mean, that's not that funny. It's kind of funny. <laughs> Does it come from the term, a series of rectangles? No. <laughs> Here's the other thing. Look at that picture of that car. Uh-huh. Do you find anything interesting about it upon first looking at it? Other than the rectangles? Other than the rectangles, other than the cages randomly, other than the roof rack, do you find anything interesting? I don't really know what's going on with the hood. Okay, it's got... Oh, well, that's where the the tire gets mounted. There's an oh, extra tire. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that makes more sense. Like, yep. if it, The absence of it looks weird. It does, yeah. Okay, here's the answer. Hold on. You gave me no time here. Let me look. All right, I'll give you some time. You're going to ask me about something ne- next that I don't really know what the answer is, so great. Bring it on. No, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't think I am, but, like, what's up with, uh... What's up with the, uh, the hubs and the tires there? Oh, that's just, like, some four-wheel drive shit. That's what the hubs look like. Okay. That's normal. Winch looks fine. Yep, that looks fine. Yeah, I mean the main thing that bothers me is the setback of the uh, the 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 front end and the and the and the out set of the fucking headlights. Yeah, let me tell you. I something. Hate that I, shit. Let me tell you something amazing about that. Um, <laughs> that was like made for. It's okay. So this is let's call this sixty-seven to seventy. This this lights on the outside was a new thing for this model they didn't Uh change anything about it they put them on the outside of the fenders because they had had them previously on the insides Mm -hmm. which i which is super weird but then like you're losing all of that peripheral light that gets shed out 
right from having them outside on the fenders so they moved them outside on the fenders so that they could like be allowed in the american market at all which is hysterical the thing that i find odd about this particular car look at the mirrors it's got mirrors on the side and it's got mirrors on the four of the uh the car car has fucking four side mirrors it's so it's if you take the doors off <laughs> i mean yes to the jeep to the jeeper yes but the thing is that's he, not a thing the thing is what well, i can't jeeper? say jeeper there's no jeeper man you're a jeeper no to the jeeper <laughs> jeeper wouldn't it be if the doors came off yeah, but the doors don't come off. That's not a thing on this car. So what it is is someone put mirrors on the doors when they weren't originally there. Oh, okay. And I didn't realize it actually until just now when I was looking at it to show you. But or to be like, oh, look what I fucking found today See, did you get I'm my not, pictures i'm not familiar enough with these weird ass cars to know that those mirrors aren't supposed to be there yeah they're because weird man everything else about those cars says that yeah it has four rearview mirrors so what yep nope you're totally correct but no it's not supposed to be there it's super fucking weird and kind of the best part is i probably am gonna call this guy next week and see if he wants to sell this thing what was he doing at your work? This guy doesn't. This guy. This is not at my work. This. These two pictures. Oh, this was during the flood when you were driving home. Yep, exactly. <gasps> Got to ask him about the bends too, because that's a that's yours. Perfect. Yeah, let me know. You do the groundwork. You check the thing out. I'll just it, fucking square you some money. Perfect. Um, the uh, the Square Cash app asked me if I wanted a credit card lately, and I said yes. I'm just just letting them send me a credit card for the Square Cash app. Wait, what? Yeah, there's a Square Cash. If you go into the Square Cash app, there's like a card. Who's backing the card? Square. What's the APR on it? Oh, it's a debit card. It's not like a. It's like a PayPal oh. card. It's not. You like said, a you said thing. credit card. Oh, sorry. I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, debit ish thing card. That's cool. But yeah. All right, hold on. I have to pee again. All right. Because apparently beer. Yep. Yep. All right. Is there anything else that you wanted to talk about, like, in the last, like, couple minutes that is on your mind? Uh. No. Okay. So, do you remember when I was talking about um, our parents talking about recurring things and telling the same story? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so my dad... And I don't know if this is, like, similar for you or whatever. I know it's just you and Becky, and it's, like, just me and Catherine, right? Mm -hmm. 
So it's similar in the sense that, like, yeah, we only have one sibling, whatever. Right. But my dad was here pretty recently. And we, my dad and I argued quite a bit one day, and Kim was pretty uncomfortable with it. But we argued about a lot of fucking heavy shit. And like, can I ask what? Oh God. Um, I I just want to be in Kim's headset here, mindset. Um. Well, this was before this happened, but um, or this was after this happened. So we we talked about all the 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 shit and stuff, and it was it was race related, and it was a lot of other stuff. But we shouldn't really get into it, um, because. We we've talked about this and it's just like it's it's a it's a generational thing. It's like uh, uh I think it's like the subconscious racism and whatever stuff that we find maybe not acceptable anymore. I think like you and I. Wait, and how old is your dad? My dad's not old. He's sixty. He's fifty nine, so yeah, he's around my parents' age. Yeah, they're ish the same. Um, but like, <clears throat> there's like a lot of shit going on, like because because it's heavy. Because like, also you have to remember, okay, your history is your history, and you are not allowed to be racist. But like, there is a reason why your prejudices exist, and it's a lot of times due to bad experiences. And so, like, well, I mean, more often than not, I'd probably say it's it, it has to do with upbringing. Sure, but it, that, that but that so, upbringing like, gets like just severing any potential for actually experiencing the other race. You know? Sure, sure, but like, it, my dad didn't have that. He grew up in the inner city and stuff like that. But a lot of times, what ended up happening was that like. He would just get beat up. Yeah, exactly. You'd have fucking people, fucking, you know, bad experiences in that sense. And that, in in, in a sense, will fuck you up for quite a long time. So, but anyway, besides all of that, my dad, my dad was telling the story and it was like, it's, it's weird because it's like, I think I think. I think about this in a couple ways. Like, my dad is also a good songwriter, right? That's one of the few things that I can tell you that I think my dad is a phenomenal songwriter, right? <laughs> so he will play songs, and he might play the the same 10, 12, 15 songs, okay? Right. But when he plays that 16th song, that song, that one song I haven't heard in 10 years, I get excited. Because I think, oh my God, I haven't heard this song in so long. And I might have only heard it three or four times in my life, but I haven't you, memorized. You only heard it three or four times? Yo, yeah, totally, yeah. Ever. I, was, I was making fun of, you said hern. Heard. I, I heard hern. I might have said hern. I might just be drunk. I don't know. <laughs> but like, but like that gets me excited. So my dad tells one of these stories. That's like the epic story. And I was like, oh shit, he's telling this story. And I'm like, 
nudging Kim like, listen to this story. And I couldn't help it. And he stopped. He took a pause. And I looked at Kim and I go, pay close attention to this one. And he looked at me and kind of like half smiled like, oh, he's heard this one before, but I need to tell the story now because Kim's listening and Kim hasn't heard the story. Right. And it's a great story. And it was funny because you just, you get details that you don't remember. And it's a super, super good story. But it is also kind of a perfect um allegory is not the right word it is a metaphor maybe for how my father's mind works and that in itself is priceless like it is it is the origin story he told and he tells this story it is the it is the origin story and you don't know it until you've heard it and you don't know it until you've heard it and you've lived with this person for how many years. So so he told the story and it's great. But um, Are you going to tell the story or not? Oh, I don't know if I could do it justice. Um, so my dad is in geometry class in high school. I think it's high school. It has to be high school, right? Yeah, you don't take geometry in junior high yeah so my dad's taking taking geometry class he went to a catholic school and my dad is literary oriented but he was pretty good in math and all that stuff and and i i'm not far off i think i was pretty good in math until a certain point and then i started getting shitty at it but we were this this story stemmed from speaking we were discussing calculus and how he had taken calculus and didn't enjoy it because he had a professor or a nun who would not explain to him the practical uses of calculus and all my dad wanted to know was how is this working in my life in the world etc etc like what what is this going to do for me right my dad's that guy tell me what this will do for me. And the teacher was not even close to caring about that and said, don't worry about that. Just, I, I can't even tell you. It's not, it's not, it's not, you know, something you need to know now. And my dad wasn't satisfied with that answer. And so backtrack to geometry. Um, I, I guess I should tell the end of that story first. He had a physics professor who was not a nun, but was like a a, a, a guy who had his doctorate in, in, in physics, because apparently in the 70s, PhDs in physics taught high school. And this guy explained to him the practical uses of calculus. And my dad was like, Jesus, why didn't this woman just say that? Like, that's perfect. You know, and he brought up one example and I couldn't help myself when he was telling us the story. And I brought up another example of like, hey, that's calculus too. You don't remember, but that's calculus too. Really, really simple shit that you're doing every day um, with multiple variables. And then he told the geometry, the geometry story, which is 
the the whole point is trying to get a student or someone to think about the material so that it becomes maybe not innate that's not a really good way to think about it but like it becomes something that you think about in process instead of just doing examples right instead of just saying okay here's the example let me memorize the example you start to actually think about the process and how it works so they used to do proofs in the old days for geometry right right it's geometry or trig are you it, asking me yeah i don't remember because I don't, I, didn't, I don't remember ever taking trigonometry. Right, because they didn't teach us this stuff formally that way. And either way, my dad's doing proofs, okay? Okay. So the story is they're doing proofs in class and whatever. And the part of the story that, that I didn't remember is my, my dad had missed a class. So he had worked on all of these different proofs and all of that. And then there was a, a, a test coming up. <laughs> So my dad had missed the class prior to the test, and someone had said to him going into the, the cl- going into the test, "Hey, you know, Andre. Hey, you know, there's a test today." And he's like, "Oh shit! Are you kidding me? I didn't know that." So he goes into the test, does the whole test, but he's stuck on one of the last problems, one of the second to last problems. And I think it's one of those situations where you do like the last problems and you just go back to it. Right. So he goes back to the problem and he's doing oh, Jesus it. Jesus Christ, man. What? Do you think you'll ever go back to school for anything? Me? No. Do you remember like taking a test and then I'll just go back to it. I'll just go back to it. I hate tests. I know. I'm not a good test taker. The last... I, I had to take the test at the DMV for the LA license to get mm-hmm. my re- reissue of my license. Mm-hmm. And they just let me slip by. Like, like I, I was so fucking nervous. I don't even know how many I got wrong. They're just like, yeah, it's fine. The, last, <laughs> the test I took before that was the fucking census test. Oh, my when, God. When I was becoming a census worker. Oh, I, my God. I remember I, you telling me about this fucking wait, nerve-wracking wait let me let me finish the story and then we'll get back to this this is I good. Just, I, i'm sorry i just wanted to put it in there while no, it was fresh in my good. head so my dad is doing that problem and he can't fucking figure it out he's like jesus i i can't figure out i can't figure out this proof so he thinks all right what did this guy teach me He thought, all right, sometimes to solve a more intense proof, you might have to add things to the proof. And you can add stuff if they equal out. So my dad started adding stuff that made sense. And he got to like step 12, step 13. And he's like, Jesus, this is long. He's like, I don't remember going over anything this long in class step 18 step 19 he's like jesus i don't know if this is even working anymore and then he gets to step 22 and step 23 he solves the proof and he's like holy shit i solved the proof he's and he looked through it and he went through it and he's like oh my god i i I got it 
and he was so happy and he's like jesus like this guy's a lunatic giving us this this problem for for the test and he turns it in and he and he walks out of class and and him and his friends are talking and whatever and they're like they're like my, my dad's like did you get to the fucking you know that that problem that was super long and his friends are all like what are you talking about and he's like no the 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 proof that was example 12 or whatever it was right and his friends are like that was a seven step proof we went over it in class last week he's like that was just it was simple it was it was easy it was just it was the exact problem we went over and my dad was like i wasn't there he's like but i solved it and they were like no you didn't <laughs> like you messed up somewhere so so they, they sh- show his work so they show up to the next class and the professor is just beaming ear to ear and he goes you know sometimes i don't know if the things that i'm teaching you guys are resonating or not he goes but but sometimes I realized that what I'm teaching might actually get through to you. And he goes, one of you guys decided um, that it would be a good idea, even though the that I had a problem on the test that we went over in class, which was very easy to solve. He goes, one of you guys decided that it would be a good idea to try and solve the proof the only other possible way it could be solved. Not in seven steps, but in 23. (laughs) And at that moment, my dad realized, oh, Jesus, I'm the asshole who just solved the proof. The only (laughs) other possible way it could be solved but the more important part there is maybe besides the idea of, okay, he actually learned how this system works and how to get out of it himself, sure. The more important detail there is he missed the easy way out. <laughs> so he got full credit, of course, because he solved the proof but he solved it in the only other possible way that it could be solved. And I think the professor ended up saying like, you know, I had forgotten that there was another way to solve this particular proof. And uh, it was only something that he had done in like graduate school or something, (laughs) but it was like, you know, that's, that's a good, that's a good metaphor, right? That's a good way to think of, you know, life the hard way how do you how do you want to set up your life like what do you do you know do you do things the hard way because i think a lot of people do well i mean but what becomes shortcuts and what becomes like i mean so doing it the hard way is there any benefit to the extra steps that he added in there Except, except for knowing and proving that you know all of the concepts 
of you know the mathematics that you could get through something like fully raw he he didn't have the exam he didn't go to the class where the they did the example but he solved it yeah he solved it the harder way but right. he got but he got to the right answer in the end and but, but is the harder way is there any benefit to him doing it the harder way mm, no or have they gotten to the point where like it's basically like if it's fewer steps, are you missing anything in like quality control or quality assurance? Or do you have like are those 23 steps just outdated because we didn't have the type of uh feedback to eliminate 17 of them? Well, I think that the the answer is pretty straightforward in mathematics and that is you are gaining something by doing the 23 step proof because it does show that you have mastery over the subject in math versus, the, you know, if you are able to completely cold figure out how to maybe not even solve a proof, but this works in a lot of different ways in life. If you can do things the hard way and still get to the same answer or solve the problem the more difficult way, Maybe it changes. It depends on what the subject is, what's going on. Well, is it the more difficult way or is it just the longer way, I guess? Hmm. Like, you're taking the... Like, is it any more difficult to drive the scenic route than it is to drive the direct route? Yeah, what's the difference? Very good question. I thought about that the other day as I was driving. Like, um, actually, because of the, the bridge, we talked about that earlier. Because if the bridge was flooded and I got to the point that I got to, how would I go? Right? And then I thought in my mind, and because I'm very visually oriented and that's who I am, I thought, oh, well, I could just take a, if I took a right here, if I had to take a right here, how would I get to work? And yeah, sometimes it is just taking the longer way, but sometimes the longer way does have benefits. You know, um, you learn more on the journey. You learn more about yourself. You learn more maybe just to learn more. It's a great question, really. Hmm. But yeah, I never want to take a fucking test ever again. Of course you don't want to take a test again. Oh, God, man. It's I, fucking I, nerve- I, I don't know how kids do it today. No, it's Jesus it's Christ. It's, it's it's completely the worst. It's it's horrible that we do that to people. You know, you should just have whatever. Not, not that you should just, like, make a system devoted to each individual kid. But, like, it's not that hard to figure out how kids learn. Be like, well, how do you learn best? What what do you like doing the best? You should ask them at a pivotal age. Yeah. You know, you should ask them when they're in fucking fourth or fifth grade. What do you like doing? Well, I mean, you don't like. I want to be fucking Indiana Jones till I was in like seventh grade. So there you go. But you turned out fine. You're not stupid. But like, <laughs> if <laughs> like like if they they asked me way too late. You know. 
And I told you that thing where I didn't show up for the 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 test that everyone took that told you what you're supposed to do. Uh huh. The weird civics thing. Oh yeah, yeah. But like, I wasn't there that day, so I don't know what I would have gotten. The joke was janitor, right? So it's like, <laughs> oh, Lopez janitor. Um, what? At what point should they have realized, oh, man, Andy's really into cars. We should probably just put him in the auto tech program. Do you know how much better I would have been off if someone at, like, had interfered when I was, like, in ninth grade and just said, you should actually just do the internship where you work on cars? Okay, well, where would you be now, then? Fucking working on cars. Working on cars, you wouldn't have been at Apple. Nope. You wouldn't be married to the person you're married to. Correct. So it'd be a completely different life. And that's an interesting thing to think about in itself, right? It's like, so like, if you're thinking about, oh, I could have been in a completely different thing. Is that a reflection on your perception of your reality? Great. In, in awesome. that in yes. that like you're thinking of fucking sliding doors here. No, great so, question. Yeah. So do you want to be a bl- blonde Gwyneth Paltrow or a brunette, you know? Sure. And and you have no is... idea what I'm talking about, do you? Uh, that part no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I I have no problem thinking about the concept of whether or not I reflect on the idea that I'm happy in my current state. Barring all well, that, but 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 it's also happiness relative to the the path that you've led. It's, so how happy would your current state be relative to the path of if you were just in automotive classes for that entire time? The problem with me is that I'm happy no matter what. I currently no current currently no I'm no it's just no no I, you you can't say to a definitive point I can that, that's who I am no you can't. But I am. It's who I am. So if they told you, oh, you're better at automotive, you should just go to the BOCES classes and retread tires. Sure. Then you're saying 20 years of being told that's all you can do, you would, you know exactly how you would be in that life lifespan? All right. Good way to, good way to present it. I think that I know myself well enough to know that I personally, because of who I am, I look at the best kind of distillation of the scenario. That's just who I am. Like, you can't change who I am. My pathway doesn't dictate any of that stuff. No, absolutely it does. Absolutely it does. Okay. 15, 20 years of your life doesn't change how and who you are. Your experiences, your life... We were just talking about this with your dad and racism. Sure. So, for the past 20 years, if you had gone down a different path and met different obstacles Mm -hmm. and done different things to achieve different outcomes, Mm -hmm. you don't think you would be a different person. I think I would be a different person, but the question here is my general happiness as... the person who I am. I think I think a lot of the stuff 
we're not changing how I was raised and who my parents are and no, where and where I got to from ages zero to let's say 14 15 mm-hmm. but let's say 15 to 18 changed in the term in terms of like yeah i did those BOCES classes i did automotive i did whatever i think by the time i'm 14 15 years old genetically i've already decided or i've already lived enough life to get to the point where I'm just a, I just generally who I am is I look on the bright side. I'm an optimist. I see all of the negativity. You're, you're currently in this life. You're an optimist. You, you look on the bright side. I've always been that way. Even you've even, always been that You've always been that way in this path. Even while I was sad and depressed, I would always look on the bright side. Well, that's that's counterintuitive, but what I'm saying is that's this life path. I understand all that. So if you're going a completely different direction, yeah. if there are a thousand different choices that are occurring, and then each one of those is spanning a thousand different choices from it. Sure. You can't say that you, you would, like be happy in that life here's why i think i would my dad that's your dad in this current life stream sure 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 but up to the point of like let's say it's 15 years old my dad in that current life stream my mom everyone in my life okay And you're totally right. If you change one thing, you might change everything. Right. Like, I mean, it's 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 literally it. We're we're talking about the fucking butterfly effect here, not the Ashton Kutcher movie, but like the we, idea. Of we it. are talking about the idea. Yes. So, like, if you go that other path, and like, oh, maybe I'll go into Bosies and start retreading tires. Your mom comes up to pick you up at work when you're like, or, or school when you're doing that. Sure. And, some, and something goes wrong with the fucking lift in the car and the car collapses sure. yep. and backs up and kills your mother. Yep. You're a completely different person. Okay. I still... <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dead serious. There's something that is... And, and I've, in a very guyly way, I've thought about all of this stuff. I've thought about... All of the mortality of, you know, my immediate family. I've thought about that that kind of essence, that, that stuff. How would that shape me? How would that change me? And there's something that is within me that isn't learned. And it's just a way I feel. And I can't attribute it to any experience. And I can't attribute it. It's it's like that independent feeling of understanding sexuality before it's explained to you. That ideal that 
this is how our race works and this is how procreation works and no one explained it to me until they did and when they did wait wait, what's just listen to this whole sentence what what do you mean race works i i i mean oh sorry the human race okay Sorry. I, I was confused for a second. Sorry, 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 sorry. No, no, no. Uh, homo, homo sapien. This turned into a completely different podcast. No, but like, but like, I I had the pre-notion of how sexuality worked before it was explained to me. And then when it was explained to me, and I was like, really? Gross. But that's what I thought. And wait, what? When you say sexuality, what do you what do you mean? You mean like birds and bees, or you mean like? Yeah, I mean birds and bees. Okay. I had that notion of how it worked in my mind, without reading anything, seeing anything. It just existed there, and then when someone explained it, I thought, "Wow, that's disgusting." But you know, you're so young that it's gross. But like. When they explain it, you think, that's what I thought happened because that's the only logical conclusion of how that would work. Right. Because it's literally innate. It's born within you. I'm telling you that same feeling is in me to be not good, but to see the the bright side it is my logic my natural logic to conclude that even through turmoil even through the worst things you have to like i i've spent my life being the asshole playing devil's advocate and saying well you're just looking at it the wrong way if you're being negative or if you're being down or if you're seeing you know death as tragedy you're looking at it the wrong way you know death is inevitable your life is a pathway that has a terminus and there's something in me i think personally that sees all of that and i'm not saying i'm superior in that sense or anything like that that's just how my life has always worked and yes, I do see your argument of what if something changed? Would that change you? Yeah, maybe. Well, but, no, no. But okay. I doubt now, it. No, wait, I don't. I, I feel like you just completely disregarded the argument we were having. And no, maybe... I didn't. I like your argument of I choose a different pathway and my pathway kills my mother. That's a good That's a good mental exercise to say, would I still be the same person? Would I still see things on the you know would i look on the bright side then i don't know but but i mean you also have me at a complete disadvantage because i have to prove a negative totally but i I so i I, there's there's no like i would have to prove that string theory and multiverse like existed and be able to then show you the outcomes of all the different versions of you right so there's really no way for me to prove this. So you believe what you want to believe, but I'm leaving the window open for it being wrong. And and I think you should. 
And I think also probably the thing that dictates my answer is contingent upon the idea that I believe what I believe. Right, but it's also beliefs, not facts, which is the exactly, which is the exact infuriating problem we have with arguing with fucking uh, like right wing Christian uh, nuts and all them, because they're not arguing facts; they're arguing fucking beliefs. You can't do that, right? And and how funny is it that it's not funny? It is funny. How funny is it that we're repeating now a problem that existed 300 years ago or more? Wait, what happened 300 years ago? Puritans. Puritans? Yeah. You know, three, four hundred years ago, you have these people who are being exiled to a new land. Right, and these people are are Were here. Were they being exiled though? Kind of. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, definitely. You sure about that? Yes, yes, I'm sure. They were like, we can pursue our religious freedoms in these new lands, and people in Europe were like, go fucking have a great time. And who financed those boats? I don't know, dude. Okay. Should I ask my friends who have family members who were on the Mayflower? Because I oh, don't know. Do you have Mayflower friends? Come on, man. Don't you? I don't. I don't associate with those people. Dude, I know like five people who have Mayflower relatives. That's probably... disgusting. Yeah, I know. And it's I wouldn't disgusting. believe anything they reported because they're the ones who are giving you the giver information from their grandparents and not the actual facts. That's the thing is I don't care about the 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 Mayflower friends because well can that be a, a term? But I don't care about the Mayflower friends. No, no, just Mayflower friends. Oh, uh, can we make that a T-shirt? I don't yeah. care about the Mayflower friends. Oh yeah, twenty nine twenty eight on the back. Mm-hmm. We gotta get some merch. We gotta step up the merch game. Um, no, but like, so wait, it, it, how, are we, if, how if are we? How are we? Fifty two minutes it, it, into it, this. If you're buying into that line of history uh-huh. in in that it was all just to escape religious persecution mm-hmm. to come here mm-hmm. settle a land that was already settled by people and then completely just genocide the fuck out of it for 300 years Ugh, okay because it was told to you by the people who perpetrated that how can you believe that that's the truth you can't. I'm pretty sure this is the premise of The Giver. I've never read it, but I'm <laughs> fairly certain. Oh my god. <sighs> Mayflower friends. Mayflower friends, man. Fair weather friends, Mayflower friends. I'm always proud to not have, like, not be Mayflower relevant. Like, well, you guys came over on a different boat, right? Yeah, but like, way <laughs> the fuck, yeah, yeah, but way the fuck later. No, even the Irish people came over. Didn't I tell? Did we talk about this? 
I don't know. There, there were two separate fucking uh, exoduses from Ireland that like are of note. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of. Uh... My grandmother used to always brag about our relatives building the Erie Canal. That seems weird. Because it wasn't. Oh, all right. I, I haven't said, told this story. So yeah, my grandmother was on my mom's side. Was a great person. Uh, and then uh, she always bragged. Like I said, always bragged about our relatives building the Erie Canal. She always disliked the Japanese. She had her shortcomings too, you know, because mm-hmm. I wasn't like, just to tie it back to Iwo Jima. Like I wasn't there. I don't know what happened. So she would always make sure to boo the Japanese Little League team during the Little League World Series. Oh, things my like God. that. Things like that. Uh, <laughs> but then when she died, <clears throat> her sister, who I had never met, uh, was at the funeral at the wake. And we were all like, it's a large family. So we were having, you know, as good a time as you can have at a funeral, you know, mm-hmm. um, her sister who I'd never met came up and talked to us and like, Oh, I haven't seen you since you were a baby and, and stuff like that. And it was there that I found out that her great uncle, I think was, uh, involved in trying to steal Abraham Lincoln's corpse and ransom it back to the U S government. Wait, who was involved in this? Terrence Mullen, Terry Mullen. Oh, that's right. He was a, he was a pub owner co-owner and a counterfeiter and they were stealing abraham lincoln's corpse after the assassination to try to get one of their uh, confederates out of jail and i had never i'd gone through like that by that point like 23 years and and never heard that story because from what i learned from her sister was like she was ashamed of it and everything but her sister would like loved it it was hilarious oh my god that's amazing (laughs) god damn it so that's how you found out that story yeah at my grandmother's funeral it was and we all laughed (laughs) that's fantastic wow terrence mullen so it's all about the history that you're being told Right. And people skip details and things like that. Leave things out. Yeah. Just kind of gloss over. Lying by omission. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a thing. The, um... My grandmother, my dad's mom, had so many insane stories from Cuba and stuff like that. Just... Lots of really crazy shit. I've been waiting to do any of those, like, ancestry things. I haven't done any of that shit. Yeah. You have, right? Well, my I have an aunt who's really big into genealogy. Mm-hmm. But I did the, the 23andMe thing a while ago. But yeah. didn't really do anything, like, family tree shit for me, you know? Right. It was more just like percentage and hereditary stuff. Yeah. What are you, just German, English, and Irish? 
it's all like non-specific so it's like uh uh eastern european western european northern european oh my god that type of stuff it's been a while since i checked it but oh it's like always getting better and stuff because more and more people are putting their input in right so there are updates yeah i wanted to see like where i'm like kind of interested in where the spanish family comes from so like i know ish where they're from and i know that there are italians way far back so i know it's like you know spanish people by way of italy and i know that it's cuban people by way of spain and i know that the irish are insane and just stayed in ireland forever (laughs) (laughs) but it's pretty dope there so i mean like obviously why is that insane like ah the irish people stayed in ireland like okay (laughs) that that's why they're irish i i just if the irish people left ireland then eventually they'd cease being irish exactly but like it, it, it is interesting to me that certain people just stay in a place for a very long time, and that you know, so you're not like just Eastern European or whatever. You know, you're you're specifically Polish or Ukrainian or whatever. Yeah, but how long has Poland existed? As Poland as we know it, I don't know. Like those those are borders that you can't that don't necessarily exist during that measurement of ancestry. Right. All right. Then let's say uh, Austrian because that exists for quite a long time. Since when? Like when does when did it start? Um, that's like one of the most interesting things about um, the Austrians. <laughs> So on their currency pre-euro, right, and how they refer to themselves is Österreich. It's O with umlaut, I think. Uh-huh. R-S-T-E-R-I-C-H, I think. O-S-T-E-R-R-E-I-C-H. Yeah, is that right? Yeah. Okay, so you, you spelled it right. Thank you. So Österreich is... I, if I'm not mistaken, the Greek given name to the Austrians. It's just because of it was like Greek Empire era shit. And that's when they had like whatever, probably control of the area and stuff like that. But settled in ancient times, the central European land that is now Austria was occupied in pre-Roman times by various Celtic tribes. Sweet. The Celtic Kingdom of Noricum was later claimed by the Roman Empire and made a province. Present day Pretetrinal in eastern Austria was an important army camp during capitals turned capital city in what became known as the Upper Pannonia Province. Camutum was home for 50,000 people for nearly 400 years. Uh, there after the, there after, you go. 
After the fall of the Roman Empire, the area was invaded by Bavaria, Slavs, and Avars, Charlemagne. King of the Franks conquered the area in AD 788. There you go. The first record showing the name Austria is from 996. Wow. Where it is written as O-S-T-A-R-R-I with a little hat, C-H-I. Referring to the territory of Babeberg March. Hmm. In 1156, the Privilegium elevated Austria to the status of a duchy. In 1192, the Babebergs also acquired the Duchy of Styria. This seems pretty intense. Yeah, I'm not really sure what I'm saying. No, it's cool. It's it's uh, that's your history lesson for the week. My my, my Wikipedia information. Should we do the 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 show blurb? We haven't done that in a long time. I know. I thought you were going to just insert random things from the one cut. <clears throat> uh, we should do that now, then. Mm. <laughs> let's let, let's cl- count down a clap for this episode. Yeah. Waiting Three, two, one. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> this is Cocaine Conversations with Lopez and Guiley. <laughs> <laughs> Ba 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 